At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello and welcome to episode 716 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What is going on, everyone? Happy Wednesday. We are halfway through our work week. Another day closer to Army-Navy. Army-Navy, baby. Has anyone seen what's going on with that total? Talked about, obviously, the incredible run here to the under 16-0 last 16 games. And every single year, you heard me talk about this on Monday, but I see on Twitter, yeah, the total's too low. It's got to sail over. It's due to go over. Uh, but, of course, I've been making this comparison on, on my VEASAN appearances and uh, this morning on Follow the Money. I think Mitch and Paulie got a kick out of it. But when you're at the roulette table and you see it land on black, 16 times in a row. Are you going to bet your life the next one's red? No, it could land on black again. So I'm on the under, and for some good news, and I'll get this in a second, but we need some good news here. Ice cold with our bets here recently. Uh, good news, we're down to 32, guys. A lot of these books are now down to 32 with a total, which is great news because we got a 33. So we're looking pretty good here on that Navy-Army game. Also, may have to add Navy as a money line bet here. Dog to fave, plus 1.5 to minus 2.5. Navy is kind of in the spot. Uh, that we saw here with uh, the Raiders in the NFL on Sunday that came through and the Detroit Lions, same exact thing this weekend, dog to fave uh, against the Minnesota Vikings. So uh, that's what's getting me excited. And you know what? I need something to get excited about because when you're going through hell, keep going. The great Winston Churchill once said that, and it's been a struggle here recently, guys. No way to sugarcoat it. One step forward, two steps back. Pretty good Monday. Last night, one in five, minus 4.21 units. You hate to see it. We got a great winner with Wisconsin. Again, the wrong team was favored. Wisconsin came through. But 0-3 in the NHL. I mean, what is up in the NHL? These dogs just, they continue to bark. And a part of me, like, kind of loves it secretly because I'm a dog person by nature. But not when it comes to hockey. Hockey, we've seen favorites do very, very well over a big sample size. Last five years, ten years. You see hockey favorites win, like, 64 65% of the time. This year, they're down to, like, 57%. So that's the difference between last year stacking units, like, every night you can't wait to bet ice hockey, uh, versus this year. 
It feels like you beat the closing line. You get a great number on a bunch of these bets. Big move to the Islanders beat the closing line. Big move to Tampa beat the closing line. Line move to the Dallas Stars last night. What happens? All three dogs, uh, we get taken to the woodshed instead of us taking them to the woodshed, Old Yeller style. So I think NHL, it's tough because when you see things like this happen, I think you can go one of two ways. You can either say, hey, the past has shown that favorites have done so well. So even though it's been a rough patch here, we're not going to abandon what's done so well in the past. But then also it's like all these dogs keep winning. Uh, what are you going to do? And when I say keep winning, I mean they're only winning at a, what, a 42% clip. But because of the plus money payouts, they've been profitable. So I think it's a tough spot to be in if you're a hockey guy like me. Like I stick to you know, what I've known to be successful in the past. You don't want to just stubbornly stick to something that's successful because things do change. They evolve. You know, the landscape changes. You could have a great year for dogs, bad year for favorites. It happens. But I think it's a tough, uh, you know, big switch to make just because, you know, and again, it's early in the season. I think we're only, what, a quarter way through the season. Um, and the weird thing is, like, all these rest-first-tired spots, which have been so damn good throughout the past, the, the tired team is winning. The rested team is not coming through. So it's just a really weird aberration type thing, guys. But I think it's difficult because you don't want to make a snap judgment based on a quarter of the season saying, hey, let's abandon all favorites. Let's work for the past five, ten years, and let's take all these dogs because they've been off to a good start. So I think we're just going to be very selective. I have one bet in the NHL tonight. I got three in the NBA, including a play that I would call a value play but not a sharp play. I got one in college basketball. And then NFL, I have a uh, bet that I've already made, a bet that I'm firing right now because I think the line's going to drop off the key number. And then I got a teaser for you to keep an eye out for uh, this weekend. So a lot to get to today on a big Wednesday edition, uh, hopefully a bounce back day of the Market Insights podcast. And you know what? Sometimes when things aren't going my way, when I'm struggling, you know, again, betting is so unbelievable in a way because betting is kind of like life. There's ups and downs, good days, bad days. Sometimes you wake up, everything goes your way that day. Sometimes you wake up, nothing goes your way that day. You, immediately you wake up, your alarm clock, you miss your alarm clock, you're late for work, you spill coffee on yourself, you, you know, you're driving to work, every single light is red, you, know, you get pulled over, you get a flat tire, I mean just nothing goes your way. Uh, that's kind of like betting here recently, guys. It's been a tough stretch, there's no, no two ways about it. But I'd like to get some inspiration when I'm struggling, when things aren't going my way. So you know who I always look to when I need some inspiration? One of the greatest leaders in the history of humankind, Winston Churchill, as I, as I just mentioned. Again, when you're going through hell, keep going. One of my favorite quotes of all time. But what I'm going to, uh, you know, hearken to, and obviously this is, you know, a bit of a, you know, kind of a, I don't know, um, not a parody, but uh, it's kind of hyperbole, I guess, because obviously that was the fate of the free world was on the line during World War II. Uh, and we're just talking about trying to win our bets. So obviously I'm not trying to make that comparison. But I like to get inspiration from specific people, specific leaders. You know, the man in the arena, quote by Teddy Roosevelt, something that I love. Anytime the trolls are crushing you on Twitter for losing bets, well, hey, we're putting ourselves out there transparently, being honest and open about our bets. It's easy to, to, to look down on people and criticize them and kick them when they're down when they're losing their bets. It's harder to put yourself out there every day uh, and, and really put your, your convictions on the line for everyone to see. So the man in the arena is something I look toward. It's actually the, the uh, last chapter in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, kind of my part. Words, but my new newest parting words when you're struggling, Winston Churchill. So you, you know what Winston Churchill we're gonna take from him. We're gonna take from him uh, at when Dunkirk was going on. One of my favorite movies, Dunkirk, but also the Darkest Hour. So Darkest Hour for the fate of the free world. Hitler's on the march. Uh, they're gonna push uh, Britain into the sea. Uh, the you know again the world's about to collapse. Uh, what did Winston Churchill say in the Darkest Hour? He says, you ask what is our policy? I can say it is to wage war by sea, by land, by air, with all our might, and with all the strength that God can give us. We will never give in. We will never surrender. 
So there you go. That's my Winston Churchill you know, imitation there. But I think Winston Churchill is spot on. Again, when things are looking bleak, uh, you got to have conviction. You got to have optimism. You got to have hope and never give in, never surrender. When I think never give in, never surrender, when I look towards betting, I think giving in or surrendering is either just giving up and just not betting anymore because things aren't going your way or giving up or uh, giving in in terms of, hey, I just don't care anymore. I'm going to put all, I'm going to put double, triple down on all these bets. Either I'm going to, you know, uh, make my money back or I'm going to be out completely clean or I'm going to lay off because I'm too scared. No, we're just going to continue our policy, uh, which is just continuing uh, to grind here into wage war, not war in terms of violence, but war in terms of battling in the arena. So again, I think anytime when things aren't going your way, Sometimes need a little motivation, so hopefully Winston Churchill will be with us tonight, pouring a, uh, I don't know, a big, uh, big, big glass of uh, of Jack and Coke or something tonight with us. Uh, but I, w- I just want to throw that out there, give give you a little bit of a different take here. When things aren't going your way, just just think how think of what Churchill was up against uh, with the fate of the free world on the line, and we're just trying to bounce back from a couple tough nights. So, uh, with that being said, today's dedicated to Winston Churchill. Let's go. Uh, reminder, guys, real quick, uh, and I, I bet you didn't expect that going into today's pod. Uh, but again, when you're down, uh, find, a, find a reason for optimism. Let, let's wage some war tonight uh, in the battlefield of the sports betting arena. So anyway, uh, real quick, housekeeping as always. If you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Great sports betting content you wake up to every single morning. Uh, just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, plug in your email, and then you'll wake up every day to great content. Uh, leading off today's newsletter, VEASAN Daily, you have a link to the Morning Bets pod. Uh, you also get really interesting take here on the 49ers. I think people are dismissing them. Their odds have gotten worse with Brock Purdy taking over here. They didn't put in a claim for, or maybe they did, they just didn't get him. I don't think they did uh, for Baker Mayfield, who, by the way, may start with, uh, with the Rams here coming up tomorrow. Uh, but really good breakdown here of the Rams. Of um, Michael Lombardi uh, saying that, hey, don't give up on the on the uh, on, on the 49ers just yet. And also, is there a comparison Brock Purdy to our guy, Sean King, a young stud QB, third round pick or a third string rookie who comes out of nowhere and helps a team uh, go deep in the playoffs? So hopefully, uh, you know, if you do have a 49ers future, you're, you're really hoping that maybe the, the ghost of or not the ghost. I shouldn't say that the uh, the reincarnation of Sean King will take over with Brock Purdy. So some great content there as well. As Steve Mackinnon with some great quarterback betting systems and trends. you get a link to my latest uh, article, five NFL week games that wise guys are targeting in week 14. You get a bunch of college uh, college football bowl betting tips. That's my other article that I just came out with. Really the importance of going contrarian because this is a great uh, great time with such influx of public betting to go the other way. So how to attack contrarian betting in bowl games. Uh, Then you'll also get uh, breakdowns of a bunch of different NFL matchups, promos to legal sports books, as well as uh, great some great promos there where Omaha Steaks or Harry's Starter uh, Starter Pack uh, just uh, for three dollars plus shipping. Again, some good promos right now going on through Veasan. So easiest way to get yourself acclimated, introduced to Veasan, and keep in touch with Veasan and what's going on in the market every day. Just get the newsletter. It's free. It costs you nothing. Uh, and again, my fiance, her inbox, if you look at like the little envelope on your iPhone and it'll have like a red dot of like a hundred emails, you know, a thousand emails, she's got like 250,000 and I'm like, babe, you got to start unsubscribing. That's giving me like stress. Just looking at that number, get bigger every day. We've been together almost four years. I think when I met her, it was like 50,000. So obviously maybe I've been a bad influence, but the whole point being you get so many junk emails. How about you get a good email every morning to actually hopefully make you cash some bets or help you cash your bets? So that's vison.com slash newsletter. Then lastly, get on, uh, or if you want to take that next step uh, before we go to Twitter, 
Uh, you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey? Become a VEASAN all-access member. It's the equivalent of less than 70 cents a day. Gives you fantastic content for all the different sports here. Uh, you will get all the articles beyond the paywall, all the best bets sent to your email, uh, as well as a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all the actual pro tips and insights, as well as those DraftKings percentages here, uh, which you can use to your advantage and find out, hey, where's the public? Where's the smart money? Uh, so become a member, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter's where we stay plugged in to a real-time market constantly moving, changing, and evolving. I got into a nice little debate here on closing line value. Uh, someone was, uh, tried to make the case that closing line value doesn't mean anything, and it's only the outcome of your bet that means something. So always love those conversations uh, where, again, people just look at the, the trees and not the forest, so that's always fun. But anyway, Twitter is great for getting sports betting information uh, the fastest that you can. So breaking news, breaking injuries, trades, MLB, my Red Sox finally did something, bringing in Kenley Jansen. Uh, but really, Twitter, there can be really good parts of it. Uh, creating a gambling community, being able to communicate with other bettors, picking other people up when they're down, giving uh, bouncing ideas off each other. Uh, so make sure you're on Twitter. Follow at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore Insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at VEASAN.com. So after a 1-5 in five minus 4.21 units night, uh, uh, darkest hour here. We're gonna we're gonna wage war. So let's look for a bounce back today, guys. Uh, I got a five pack for you. So first bet for me. I'm just going one bet in the NHL. I feel like we got a really good edge. I'm just sweating one team that has come through for us quite a bit this year, and it looks pretty sharp uh, here tonight. I'm going Boston Bruins. Let's go Bruins. Uh, they're on the road at the Colorado Avalanche. The Bruins open as low as like minus one. I thought I saw like a minus one fifty opener, minus one sixty. You're now up to around minus one seventy, minus one seventy five. So pretty good line movement here uh, toward Boston. Uh, a couple system matches. Number one would be a road favorite, minus one seventy five or more. They're 34 and 14, 71% this year. It's actually been a favorite system that has been good, 6% ROI. Non-division steam, 63% this year. Sweet spot, big favorite between minus 175 and minus 225. They're 68% this season. Also, you look at the Bruins. Uh, they're 14-1 as a favorite. They're six and three on the road. They just lost their first game at home, which again, maybe that's kind of a you know. Uh, and they, actually, the Bruins were even talking about how kind of keeping that streak going was a lot of energy, and you know, kind of got to exhale there, have a loss, get back to basics, hopefully get back to your winning ways tonight. Uh, a couple other reasons I like the Bruins in this one. They're going to start Linus Allmark in goal. He's been great. Actually, got to double check his Vezina odds, but he's 14 and one with a 1.93 goals against average. Uh, he's going up against Francois, who struggled a bit this year, the backup there for Colorado. And then also injuries. You have a lot of banged-up players here for Colorado. Most importantly, Nathan McKinnon. He's out for this game. He will not play. He's going to be out for about a month there. So your captain, your best – or not your captain, Landis Gogg's the captain. He's out. But your best player, one of the best players in hockey, will not suit up tonight. So I think it's a big uh, negative there for Colorado. Colorado has lost three of four. They just played the Bruins – uh, what was it? I think just like four days ago, the Bruins won 5-1 to one at the Garden. Uh, so I think with the injuries to Colorado, with Olmark in goal, having uh, not played last game, Jeremy Swayman started, so you have arrested Olmark here. Bruins after a loss getting back to basics. Uh, offensively, four goals a game versus 3.4 for Colorado, and defensively only allowing 2.2 goals a game versus 2.9. And also penalty kill. You know, taking penalties here, Bruins PK has been great, 85% this year versus 75% for Colorado. So you add it all up, my one bet tonight in the NHL, uh, let's see if we can get a favorite to finally come through. Give me the Boston Bruins. I got the Bees as a morning bets pod play today this morning at minus 170. They're on minus 175 across the market right now. Uh, now over to 
the NBA. I got some NBA sweats for you. So I'm going to buy low on a total and take an over. Again, so this was a system that I feel like it did pretty good early in the NBA. Uh, kind of, I don't know, just didn't really stick with it. Maybe to my own detriment here. Uh, but Clippers and Magic, I'm going to buy low. Give me the over 216. So this is that ultimate system play where I wouldn't really call it that sharp, but it's kind of a value play off a huge dip. So uh, when you look at kind of the way this line has evolved, Clippers and Magic, the total open as high as 220. We're all the way down to 216. So you've had a four-point dip in this one, uh, which is really notable here. There are some injuries at play, uh, but you are going to get a, at least Kawhi Leonard, I believe, is active, and Paul George is active for this one too. So that's a good sign, I believe. Um, but this is a buy low opportunity where 220 down to 216. If you take the under, sure, you had a good line move, but you're really getting the worst of it now if you're taking under 216. So I'm going to go back to our roots earlier this year, buy low, take this over 216, uh, just in terms of a dip in buying low and getting value. But also, a couple reasons to like this over. Uh, this would be a non-conference over. They're 55%, lack of familiarity, benefiting um, kind of the offense over the defense. Also, three really good over refs, including... Scott Foster, Trey Maddox, Scott Foster in particular, and Trey Maddox, they're on 52 to 55% to the over. So hopefully you get a lot of whistles, a lot of free throws here. Uh, also, you look at defensively, uh, Orlando uh, is one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA. So hopefully you give up a lot of points in this one. Clippers are 5-1 and one to the over, their last six on the road. This is one of those bets for me where, again, it's fallen so much that I think it's creating value here to buy low and take that over. So first bet for me, I'm going to take the Clippers over. 216. The other thing I like, if you look at a lot of these 216s, they're kind of 216 over minus 115. Like this may get back up to 216 and a half. So it's fallen so much. I feel like this is the low water mark. Hopefully, maybe you start to see this thing creep back up. So it'd be nice if you can get that over 216. And by the time, uh, you know, tip off takes place, maybe you're up to 217, something like that. But I'm going to buy low and go over magic 216. Uh, my second bet of the night, Kings Bucks. Let's go Kings. I'm going to take the Kings plus six and a half in this one, guys. This one jumped out to me as kind of a classic line freeze opportunity. If you look at the betting splits on this game, everybody is on the Milwaukee Bucks. They're getting around 70% of bets across the market, but the Bucks open laying six and a half, and they have not moved off of six and a half. So if you have such heavy betting here on the Bucks, you know, 70%, they open six and a half. Shouldn't they be up to minus seven, minus seven and a half, minus eight? To me, the fact that you have such lopsided betting on Milwaukee at the line won't go up tells me books are really more... Uh, worried about basically giving out a better number to that contrarian side with the uh, with the Kings here. Uh, so that's, to me, uh, kind of an indication of some respect to money-leaning Kings. So aside from the line freeze, you do have a rest advantage with the Kings. Uh, Kings last played on the 4th of December. Milwaukee played on the 5th. Kings have won three straight. Kings are on the road 7-3 and three against the spread. And really what you're banking on is the offense of the Kings. Like, if you're on a dog, you know, will the Kings win outright? I don't know. Probably not based on the number. They could. Uh, but I know someone, uh, my buddy there in Sacramento who's saving me some tickets when they, when the Celtics play the Kings courtside, you know who you are, my man. Uh, but really when you're on a dog, you really want a team that can score. So basically the whole point being keep, uh, keep pace, but also maybe you backdoor cover. Maybe you're down eight, uh, with, I don't know, a minute left. You score a couple buckets, you lose by five, you cover the six and a half. So with a team that can score a lot. You have the Kings, the number six offensive efficiency team in the NBA. The Bucks are number 20. Uh, so that's an advantage there to the Kings to hopefully cover this number. So I'm going to take a shot here on the Sacramento Kings, plus six and a half, see if they can lose by six or less here. Or, hey, how about you just win the damn game? Wouldn't that be nice uh, against the Milwaukee Bucks? Uh, last play of the night for me, this is what I would call maybe not the sharpest play in the world, but to me it's a value play. 
Boston Celtics. I'm taking the Celtics, guys, on the money line. Celtics are around minus 120 on the money line. They actually just ticked up as I'm speaking right now. But Celtics open minus one. I talked about this one on the Morning Bets pod. Celtics open minus one at the Suns. This is your 10 o'clock ESPN game. They actually got down They early, like this crazy movement here. They opened minus one. They got up to minus one and a half. Uh, I went to bed because I'm just a crazy person with my sleep schedule with, you know, writing the newsletter at night and waking up early to do morning bets and then getting a cat nap and then, you know, taking Meadow out and getting back in the grind. But anyway, I went to bed. I wait, I woke up uh, like 10 a.m. to get back into the, the arena and I saw they got down to a pick em. And I'm like, oh, this isn't good because I was going Celtics. And then uh, ever since they got to a pick em, flooded with a lot of buyback here in Boston. Boston is now back up to minus one and a half. I see some books maybe even going to minus two. So all movement is going back toward Boston. Now, do I love the fact that the Celtics are a big public play, uh, getting about 70% of bets? No, I don't like that. This reminds me a little bit PTSD from when uh, had that move, very similar in terms of line movement and percentages in heavily bet game to, uh, who was it, the Warriors against uh, the Dallas Mavs. And the Mavs, excuse me, got it done at home there. Uh, but the Celtics... I got to say, they're almost like the anti-sharp like sharp killer here. Like Remember the other day against the Toronto Raptors? Celtics were second leg of a back-to-back. I think they were at one point laying one and a half. The line flipped all the way dog to fave toward Raptors. Raptors look sharp. The Celtics roll. So sometimes there are just these teams, and I wouldn't do this all the time. I think if you do this all the time, in every spot you're going to lose. Like Overall, the sharp move is going to win. The line freeze is going to win You know, 55% of the time. But the Celtics are just cooking with so much gasoline right now that I think it's a value play to back Boston. So a couple reasons to like the Celtics. Uh, Number one, uh, in this situation, when they are a short favorite as a value play, a favorite laying five or less, they're seven and two against the spread. So they've covered quite a few of these numbers uh, when the number is really low. Uh, Also, you look at offensively, these are Boston number one, Phoenix number two. I didn't play the total at one point, it did tick up, but it, I think I just saw it fall 231.5 down to 230.5. Uh, but really, you're, you're kind of playing this angle here of Celtics in a really good number. And again, I do see some books maybe going to two. So I'm back in Boston this, in this one. Uh, give me the money line, Celtics. I got them at minus 120. Uh, by the way, Jason Tatum, plus 270 to win the MVP. I do not mind that at all. Uh, last one here for our five-pack, and then we will uh, hit on some NFL games going into this weekend. Just some updates on this one. Uh, but I'm going one bet in college basketball. Again, I guess the only bright spot last night, trying to find bright spots when everything's pretty dark, uh, was obviously Wisconsin. That was a nice nice bet there uh, with a, uh, again, wrong team is favored, kind of fishy number. I'm going to go to a total, and I'm going to go to UConn and Florida. UConn and Florida, it's a 9 o'clock game tonight, and I'm going to do the same thing that I did with the Clippers game, a buy low over opportunity. So Connecticut and Florida, nine o'clock tonight. The total opened at one forty six and a half. Uh, it's all the way down to one forty three and a half. So we've fallen three points here. So, of course, respected money uh, has leaned under here and hit that under. But if you're getting under one forty three and a half, you're getting the worst of it. Uh, whereas again, you really wanted to have targeted this a little bit earlier. But my angle here is not just a buy low. You know, buy low totals fall and take the over. Uh, but if you look at Ken Palm. He has a 150 projected final score. He's got a 78 to 72 game projected final score. So if he's got a 150 and we're down to 143 and a half, you know, you're looking at six and a half points of buy low value there toward the over. So it's not just a Ken Palm projection, a a buy low over projection. You also look at pace. Uh, Florida is one of the fastest teams in college basketball. They're 72.4 tempo. Remember, when you're using Ken Palm with tempo, anything above 70 is quick. 
Anything below is a little bit slower. Now, UConn is a little slower. They're 68.9 tempo. But Florida at home also as a dog. You did see some line movement here toward Connecticut. I think they open laying, I want to say, three and a half, four. Some books are up to four and a half now. Um, but uh, you do have a short spread. So if Connecticut, as the as road team, has a lead, I think Florida is going to fight till the end at home, hopefully score some points. Not going to you know, give up if you're on the road in a hostile environment. So short spread, good for an over. You know, more expected uh, scoring in terms of back and forth. Maybe you get overtime. Florida's also 4-1 um, and one to the over their last five at home. And Connecticut is 6-3 and three to the over overall this year and 4-1 and one to the over their last five. So what you like about both these teams is they're really good offensively. Uh, both teams are averaging over 80 points a game offensively. Now their defenses are pretty damn good. Connecticut's only giving up 60. Florida's giving up 70. But in a matchup with kind of a shorter spread, with some good fast-paced teams with a really good buy-low over opportunity, I'm going to take a shot on this over. Give me Connecticut, Florida over 143.5. So our five-pack here for tonight, can we grind this one out and get three or more? Bruins, minus 170. Celtics on the money line, minus 120. Kings, plus 6.5. Clippers, buy-low over 216. And UConn, Huskies, over 143.5. Now just a couple updates here in terms of some NFL bets. Uh, I love this one. Been talking about this one at all my appearances on Beeson this week. Uh, but you know I'm a big Detroit Lions guy this weekend. Let's go Lions. Uh, carbon copy of obviously what we saw with that great hit with the Raiders over the weekend. Dog to fave line move. Uh, but Minnesota uh, getting 74% of bets yet. They opened minus three. Now the line has slipped to Detroit minus two and a half. So great dog to fave line move. Public all over Minnesota. Actually had a couple people tweet me and say, um, you know, why don't you take Minnesota? Like they're a divisional dog. Don't you love divisional dogs? I do, but I don't like trendy dogs. I don't like uh, taking a divisional dog when they are getting the big majority of bets, yet the line is going away from them. So I think as a sports better, to me, you got to use your best judgment. And yes, theoretically, that Minnesota would be a divisional dog, which has done great this year. Um, the fact that Detroit is contrarian with that reverse line move tells me that, again, I want to be with the smart money, with the RLM to Detroit, and I want to be against the public who's all over Minnesota there. So that's a money line played to me. Uh, I got him at minus 135. I tweeted this out, and I had a bunch of people say, what an idiot. You're getting the worst of the number. How can you play it? Minus 135. Guess what? You got to play the number available to you. This always, like, infuriates me. Like, do I want to bet the worst of it? No. What if it goes to three, though? And then also it's like, okay, either do you want to play the game and have a bet on it, or do you want to just not bet it at all? And I don't, resp I, I don't disrespect anyone who doesn't want to play it, but that always annoys me. Like, oh, like you know, what what do you want me to do? The other thing that's annoying is like I like I also can't stand on the on the other side of the coin when people are like mention that they bet it like days ago at a better number. Like that doesn't do me any good. Like if you oh I got Detroit uh, plus three, it's like okay great you had a really good bet there closing line value. But how would you approach it now based on the current number? You got to go off of what the current number is. Uh, so I'm on Detroit bigly, uh, and I'm hoping that Detroit. Uh, can come through for us on the money line. Uh, also, I wanted to mention this one. I've been talking about Tom Brady getting three and a half at San Francisco. Um, I officially fired on Tom Brady plus three and a half because uh, I'm looking at the juice on that one. Brady's plus three and a half minus 115. I think this thing may be getting down to three. Um, you have seen uh, kind of a carbon copy here. San Francisco, uh, ironically, in the spot that Tampa was in at home against the uh, against the Saints. Uh, remember that was Tampa six and a half down to three and a half. Saints cover the three and a half. This is now San Fran minus six and a half now down to minus three and a half. So kind of in a, a, a switch here, but big movement toward Tampa. Dogs who failed to cover the previous week are fifty-seven percent against the spread. Dogs three and a half or more are sixty-one percent ATS. Uh, so I have a couple good systems here. 
on San Fran- on um, Tampa Bay. Also, San Francisco, Shanahan has a favorite, just 20 and 28 ATS, 42%. Really hasn't covered many of these numbers. And you look at correlative betting, just like on that Monday night game, we have the line going to Tampa, and we have the under, the, the, the total falling toward the under, 41 down to 37. So that's good correlative betting. Fewer amount of expected points scored uh, with the line moving to the dog. Better indication that the dog could hopefully cover that number. So I officially put in Tampa, plus 3.5, thinking this thing may get down to 3 before you know it. Now in terms of a teaser, um, this one kind of caught my eye a little bit. Uh, He did miss the key number, but I think there's an opportunity here to either wait and try to get a plus three on Baltimore or tease Baltimore up plus two and a half up to plus eight and a half. So this Baltimore-Pittsburgh game, this is the ultimate divisional uh, dog type system match. Again, this has been a big adjustment to Pittsburgh, but it's all based on kind of the quarterback. Like Tyler Huntley is going to start for Baltimore, who I don't think is that bad of a backup, but a lot of these books opened you know, as a minus four favorite Baltimore uh, early number here with uh, Huntley in and Lamar Jackson out, it, qu- it quickly flipped to Pittsburgh minus three. But once it got to Pittsburgh minus three, you had a lot of Baltimore buyback. Take the plus three, drop it down to two and a half. So uh, anytime I see a two and a half on a dog, I automatically think let's take them up to eight and a half on a teaser, six point teaser, because um, that's really the way to approach uh, teasers kind of strategically through the Wong teaser. Uh, great book by Stanford Wong uh, to uh, to kind of explain these things in greater depth. But the whole point being, you guys know this, three and seven are your top key numbers, most common margins of victory. If you can tease a dog two and a half to eight and a half, you go, three th- you go through three, you go through seven. So Baltimore is in that spot, uh, and they do match quite a few systems. Harbaugh as a dog, 2-0 ATS this year, 59% ATS in his career. Divisional dog, 61% ATS. Dog didn't cover 57% ATS. And also a really low total, 37 in this one. So it's kind of ironic. The Tampa and San Fran total, the Baltimore-Pittsburgh total, both 41 down to 37. Uh, so what's notable to me in this one is maybe you get a tight game, low-scoring game. Maybe this is 17 to 14 Pittsburgh. Uh, to me, when you're in that kind of low-scoring spot, teasing that dog up could have a lot of value. So just Baltimore really at the 2.5. I think you could wait. If I could get Baltimore plus 3, I'd play that. But I think if, if you can tease them up, that's something that I'm really looking t- uh, toward this weekend. And I would look toward to pair them. Uh, with Cincinnati, this isn't the greatest tr- strategic teaser in the world. You're only going through one key number, but Cincinnati is minus six at home against Cleveland. You could take them down to just to pick them, uh, and I don't really mind that at all. Cincinnati's playing great. Burrow's been awesome. Uh, Watson is just his second game back. Didn't really do much to impress me in his first matchup here. Jerome Boger is a really good home ref, fifty-five uh, percent. Um, so you're kind of you haven't really moved off the six, but early number here I think was like I want to say as low as like minus four. Minus three and a half, something like that. So big line move there to Cincinnati. Um, and really you're banking on better defense, Cincinnati. Only giving up 21 a game versus 25 Cleveland. Better offense. And really just clicking right now uh, with Joe Burrow having one four straight. The confidence of just beating Kansas City. So, again, Baltimore take them up to eight and a half. And I really don't mind pairing that with Cincinnati taking them down uh, to a pick there. Uh, but that about does it for today's Winston Churchill uh, Market Insights Podcast, Episode 716. Uh, but of course, guys, reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights pod, I know you don't really enjoy the results here recently because it has been brutal. Uh, but remember those days when it was, uh, again, I keep harking back to this because I think you just got to have that forest amongst the trees attitude. There's going to be, you're going to have hot streaks where everything you touch turns to gold. You're going to have cold streaks where nothing goes your way. But again, you never give up. You never give in. You never surrender. Uh, so again, remember that streak. It was like all of October, most of November. I kept referencing the Tony Soprano quote. You'll have families of your own one day, so remember these good times. 
Well, remember those good times to keep you motivated here. So we're going to keep grinding. We're never going to surrender. We're going to get back in the arena tonight with our five bets. Hopefully we can turn a profit here tonight. But if you uh, enjoy the Market Insights pod, it's helped you to cash some bets. But more importantly, you're thinking through the process of sports betting. You're identifying value. You're beating closing numbers. Uh, you're kind of, you know, taking more of a contrarian approach. You're looking at line movement. Uh, you're looking at betting systems, percentages. Are you going to win every bet? Of course not. Uh, but do you feel like you're making more informed bets? That's really the goal here. Uh, not just to give you a piece of salmon, but to teach you how to catch your own salmon. That's the whole point. Um, so if that's true, I hope that I hope that it is. I'm pretty confident that it is. But if that's true and you want to make my day, let me know you appreciate the hard work I put in grinding, the sharp contrarian mentality every single day. And there's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Uh, it makes a great holiday gift, a great stocking stuffer. Just go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, all the chapters in all the major sports included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you want to pick one up, it would mean a lot to me if you already have. Thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, about a month from now, we'll be sweating games live with Julian Edelman at the Encore in Boston. Or out in New York, where the true grinders get down uh, or set uh, handle records every single day uh, with Bernie and my guy, uh, my guy Ed there in, uh, in, in Buffalo Bills country. Tough break for your Bills there. Uh, there, uh, Ed with uh, Von Miller getting hurt there, but I'm not going to shed a tear because uh, Bill's been owning me last few times. But anyway, out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point, or at Circa with your feet in the pool. So when Sharp Contrarian plays out in the desert, it's freezing cold here in New England. Uh, we haven't had snow yet, but it's getting cold where uh, if you're in the desert, uh, that stadium swim, you're living the life. I'm jealous. Uh, getting uh, Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew. Or, of course, uh, getting a victory burger at the end of the night at the Mandalay Bay at the Super Bowl, wherever it may be. Uh, you're not going to walk up to me and show me any tickets because, again, you can you can definitely show me Wisconsin. That was a nice one, but it's a struggle here, guys. So remember, my parting words, as always, you ask what our policy is, I can say it is to wage war by sea, by land, by air, with all the might and all the strength that God can give us. We will never give in. We will never give in. We will never surrender. Uh, that's the motivation you need when things aren't going your way. What do you think Churchill did when Hitler's on the march? He said, oh, yeah, let me just give up, give in. No, he found a way to galvanize the world and protect the free world. Uh, so that's what we're going to do uh, from a very different hyperbolic betting perspective tonight. But anyway, guys, my parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we are playing a long game here. Majority of the time, if we can beat that closing line, if we can find that sweet spot, against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be okay long-term. Uh, so let's see if we can get some winners here tonight, guys. Enjoy the sweats. We'll be back at it tomorrow for uh, Thirsty Thursday for some Thursday night football. I wish you the best of luck. Enjoy the games. Let's see if we can get some winners here tonight, guys. Uh, have a great night. Good luck. And do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Take care, everybody.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 